Welcome to Align by Design. I'm Amy Allchurch, and I'm bringing you human design and business for the modern entrepreneur. I'm a leading human design expert and energetic alignment business coach. I lead entrepreneurs like you to shift your business where it's not working so that it starts to work for you. Through human design and alignment, you experience the flow, the ease, integrity, and undeniable magnetism, impact, and of course, income. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you human design and business in a way that you've never experienced it before. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to Align by Design. It is Amy Elizabeth and today we are celebrating. Babes, this is the 100th episode. The 100th episode. One year ago, the podcast launched and here we are 100 episodes later. Tons of free content, human design, alignment, the lessons, the re-navigation, the realignment, the unsexy stuff, and of course, the celebrations and milestones all captured here. Oh, and baby Hendrix in (laughs) the first at least month last year. So in order to celebrate today, you guys, we have a really, really, really special episode. There's also been beautiful souls that have been on the podcast. And we wanted to celebrate today in a way of bringing in one of the most gorgeous magnetic souls there is. The incredible Liz Coyles is interviewing one of the most gorgeous souls. She's just magnetic. She, her heart, you feel her heart and her essence through everything she does. So we are honored. And Liz is going to take it away with Hila Macedo. So Hila, welcome and thank you for being here and you guys enjoy the interview and we can't wait to bring you celebrations, more celebrations later this month. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Align by Design. It is Liz. I am taking over today's episode and I am joined by a very special guest and friend of mine, Hila Macedo. And I'm going to let her say her name properly because it's a beautiful Brazilian name that I would butcher if I tried to say it. So welcome <laughs> to the podcast, Hyla. Thank you, Liz. And you got it. It's Hyla Macedo. Well, thank you. you see, I, I know I have the accent, but you got it right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So I'm super excited to chat with you today because you were, well, we connected through a bit of MMP, which is about to start up again. And then you joined our mastermind, the takeoff after, which was a freaking incredible container of beautiful women. And you were one of those beautiful women that I was able to meet and, and connect with and lead in that container. So it was so, so good to meet you and just kind of develop a bit of a relationship there. And I've been following you and your journey ever since. And Hyla, you guys, I never know where in the world she's going to be, <laughs> but it's always <laughs> absolutely stunning. I'm like living vicariously through her Instagram stories. And Hyla does absolutely in incredible, incredible work. Hyla does shadow work. So I will let you, um, why don't you tell me first a little bit about what you do? Yeah. So I teach women how to navigate their internal landscape with clarity, um, and track their patterns so that they can understand how to troubleshoot Mm. in a very specific way. Um, and most of the work that I do is somatic. Um, so this is, this is also why when I joined MMP, I was so excited because of the desire based strategy with the sacral 
authority. That got me really excited. Um, but yeah, coming back to the work. Um, so I teach, I teach them how to work with their shadows. Um, and we all have shadows. There's no such person that doesn't have shadows. And it's very normal to have shadows come up when you create a vision or when you set goals or when you have desires. And these shadows are parts of your expression that you have suppressed for some time. Uh, and it, you know, it's depending on what society tells you is right or wrong, what your family says is acceptable. And because we all wanna be accepted, we all want to be acknowledged, we use the parts of our personality that we believe will get us that. And then the other parts of our personality we suppress. And another thing that we can do as well is we can express ourselves in a fragmented way. And so what that would look like is I have this group of friends that um, maybe, you know, just throwing some examples out there, maybe they're very girly. And so in that group of friends, I'm very girly. And then there's a group of friends where they're, they're a bit more rough and like masculine in that over there, I'm going to be expressing myself in that way. Or maybe I have this party side of me and this Zen side of me. And so I find different areas to express that in. Um, but what the integrated person looks like is they're their own unique vibe. And so they have all of these parts and magically through shadow integration, find a way to express all these parts of themselves together as mm. this unique vibe that they are instead of fragmented. So I do that. Yeah. And life becomes a lot easier like that. So, you know, how a lot of people talk about um, being and things will come or doing from your being. For me, that's doing from your being. When you are integrating all of these parts of your expression, life becomes easier because then if you do accept your expression, you also accept your desires and then it becomes easier to live through that. Yes. And I think that's where a lot of our work overlaps is like, you know, the work that we do is, is to allow people permission to be who they are, to show up in their authentic vibe and knowing that when you are able to do that, the world is your oyster. Like truly, like you said, if people are like, that sounds so easy. I just sit back and respond and things just like drop in front of me. It's like, yes, yes. It sounds easy because it is, but what's not easy is doing the unsexy work is what we call it. The shadow work is what you're calling it, right? It's, it's, it's really being honest with yourself and peeling back all those layers of like, okay, what am I avoiding? What am I, what are the areas of myself that like exist, but I choose to not see that are actually stopping me from getting to my true desires? Exactly. That's why I got so excited because I, I saw exactly how shadow integration um, danced so well with human design. And what really excited me is because it's very easy um, while, you're, while we're moving through shadow integration to dip too deeply in the shadow. And in Shadow Masters, which is a course that I have, we teach our clients how to anchor into the vision 51% and navigate the shadow 49% or else if you dip into the shadow, you can get lost in that melancholy and mm -hmm. then you lack the action to move forward. So MMP, like being an MMP allowed me to anchor, anchor deeper into the, the vision or the desires yes. that 51% because it's actually a really hard practice. Like we talk about it, but it's really hard when you're working with shadows to anchor into your desires. 
you do it in the beginning. And then once you're working with your shadows, you kind of get lost and you forget that your vision's even there. Mm. So anchoring, like really understanding how my human design works and knowing that that actually helps me to move forward. But like seeing it in a chart, I'm very like visual. So seeing <laughs> that in a chart and like having, you know, someone tell me like, this is your strategy. This is what happens when you do that. This is how it works. That helped me so well because, uh, you know, like teaching people how to do the shadow integration part and saying like, this is what happens. This is how it works. I'm really good at that. But then the vision part, it was just like, okay, then here's the vision. And that part was like lacking, but understanding human design and understanding how, you know, right now I only understand my manifesting generator profile, but even being in um, babes of HD now, I'm getting to understand how other people can anchor in their vision, their desire. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's so different, right? It's so different for every energy type and that will be so incredible for your work as you can kind of tailor it or just understand, you know, who you're working with on a deeper level. So oh, yeah. Hila, you guys is a six, two sacral manifesting generator, a beautiful MG, big sparkly magnetic MG. And she really is like, if you guys follow her, we'll go follow her. But when you do, you just like feel her vibe. You see her vibe. It's just like, and, and even talking about your work, like it is unique to you. Like you have a very unique Hyla vibe, which is, it's so attractive. It's like, Ooh, and that's why I love following all of your things. But Tell us a little bit about kind of like how you got into shadow work and how on that journey, you know, as a manifesting generator, what other things were there that popped up along the way that maybe, you know, you dove into, you know, maybe things that you held on to along the way that stopped serving you, but maybe you held on to because, you know, the, the desire to look linear as an MG. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, as an MG, I have dabbled in so many things. I went to art school for interior design, for photography. Um, I studied sound therapy. I have studied MBSR, which is mindfulness-based stress reduction meditation. It's a secular version of meditation. So I've done so many things, but I don't know. I think, you know, how everyone especially in the coaching community, we all teach our own medicine. Like the medicine that we needed is the medicine that we teach. Mm. And so I think a lot of my journey has, was me trying to be accepted in, in all of these like different um, arenas, like in family or um, with friends or social circles or in school, whatever it was like academics. And that never brought me happiness. And even though I was dabbling in all of these things, I started to notice that it wasn't the thing that I was doing. It was when I felt most expressed. So it was like, okay, wait a minute. If I'm at a party with friends and I feel totally expressed, I, that's not, that's not a career. Though, you know? <laughs> so like, what can I do here? And it was like by accident that I found shadow work. I think I, I was, I've done it, but I just didn't really know I was doing it, which a lot of people do this, but I was in a mastermind in this incredible mastermind. And our coach told us that we were going to have to give a speech. And up until then I had suffered from massive social anxiety, not only social anxiety, but like 
talking in front of people, like crowds, yeah, like giving presentations, speaking. public speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I, this is a six month mastermind. Like I'm, I know these people, like there's no way that I'm going to like leave. So the first thing I did was I dismantled it. So I told everyone that that would happen to me. I told everyone that I've experienced this and this is probably going to happen. And then I told them what I needed from them. Like, don't react. Let me have my experience. Don't tell me that it's okay. Like, don't just let me have my experience. As in shadow work, we would say, as this part of you is expressing yourself, let it be okay. Right. And I was requesting that, not knowing that I was requesting that. And then before um, leading up to the retreat, what I started to do is I would sit with myself and I would imagine the worst case scenario and bring up the feelings in my body and all of the anxiety and the panic. And I would process that. And then I started to notice that when I started doing that, it was intense, but as time passed, it was less and less intense. And then again, arriving at the retreat, telling everyone that this was going to happen and all of that. And when I got up to speak, I told that anxiety that it was allowed to be there with me, like that I wasn't going to make it go away. I didn't, I actually didn't want it to go away. I wanted it to be there with me. And something like miraculous happened. And I felt like I was channeling. Um, It was like this incredible, very like divine experience that I had where I didn't prepare anything, but words started coming out of my mouth. And I felt like I was talking to each and every person there. And I would go up to people and just like look at them in their eyes. And like, it's, I felt like I was giving each person a message. I stood in front of each person speaking and when it was done, I didn't really know what I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just yeah, like, there's like adrenaline happened? going. You're just, and you know, it is channeling. It's like that yeah. coming through you. Yeah. And it was just like, what happened? I don't know what happened. And then I, I began to realize that it was just a part of me that I finally allowed to be expressed, you know, and the, the anxiety is not the shadow. The anxiety is just how the shadow manifests in the body. Mm. So I started um, to use this a lot. And then I, I actually met my business partner, Chris Orozco, through the same coach. And he was so, he's, I don't know if you've ever seen him, but he's very expressed. He's like this punk rock kid from LA. And I was just like, who are you? Like in the coaching industry, like, who are you? Because everyone's very specific. Yeah. And I connected with him and I just had this idea to create, um, shadow masters which is our program and again just like this divine flow of like exactly what it was going to be the name and all of that just came out in like a week's time and it's been amazing but the funny part about this this is that it was exactly what I was looking for because my fulfillment came from being expressed and now the work that I do is teaching people how to express the parts of them that they suppress and it's just been amazing. Wow. And that's, and you know what, like, that's why you call it shadow work because it's work because you are sitting there and you have to get really, really real with yourself. And it's so fascinating because it's like the work, right. Is it's just sitting there. You're sitting there and you're imagining this worst case scenario and how everything's going to go wrong. And you're creating the story of how it's going to be. And in that everything arises, but through that you're able to move 
a lot of that energy where it's like, okay, to the point where I think it's so amazing where you're like, I invited, I invited it to be there with me. Like how freaking powerful is that? That's amazing. Yes. And it's really awesome to use it um, like in my strategy too. Cause what happens is, you know, we're asking our, our sacral, like, okay, do I want to go on this trip? And it's like, "Uh uh-huh. But then there's also like this part of you that's like, oh, look at you spending money, (laughs) you know, or whatever it's telling you. Your mind, your mind is like the party pooper, the Karen, whatever you want to call it. The mind always comes in to just like rain on the parade, you know? Oh my God, I just, I want to pick up and do this. Well, well, I'm going to just, you know, tell you all the reasons why you shouldn't or why that's a bad idea always. Yeah. But the cool thing about it is that when we apply like the processing of information that we do with shadow work to it, we start to understand what that part of us needs, right? Because like, how difficult is it truly? Like, I don't want to live my life always having to deal with like parts of me trying to like make me feel bad about following my desires. Right. So I desire to pick up and go here. And so when the, when the thought creeps into your head of like, well, that's spending a lot of money. It's like right in that moment, boom, pause frame. Where is this coming from? Exactly. What part of me is trying to tell me that I don't deserve to, to go do what I desire to do. Exactly. Like we want that part of you to be on your side. Like that's, that's the goal. It's like, wait a minute. I don't want you to be my enemy. Cause you're going to like, just not, it's not going to be the best experience that it can be compared to if you were on my side and if we were both having fun. Mm. So like that processing part, which is like what you guys call the unsexy work that nobody wants to do. Right. Yeah. They're like, Oh, but I'm going to follow my desires. That's really fun. Right. That's really a really fun part of human design. Like, let me follow my desires. Let me do this and that. But if you, if we just keep following our desires without actually doing the unsexy work or the shadow integration work, then how I see it is if, is like this. Okay. So that part of me, that's like, okay, well you're, you're, there you go spending money again. And then I'll uh, begin to like communicate with it or I'll process the uncomfortable feelings first. And then I'll start to communicate with it. And the point that I'm able to get is okay, well, if you're worried about money, then don't forget that when you're following your desires, your motor is activated, your aura is activated, and you begin to um, attract opportunities to respond to. And that's actually going to give you more money instead of you trying to like live this life um, at this glass ceiling where this is your limit. Instead of worrying about spending money, why don't you realize that you're about to generate money by following your desires? Yes. Yes, by giving yourself the permission to let those desires lead you, you are raising your vibration and recalibrating to a new point of attraction that could bring in that money that you're going to spend tenfold. Exactly. But here's the thing, like, this is the funny part. If we don't do the unsexy work, what ends up happening is that that part of you will bring your frequency down. Yeah. And it won't allow you to have the activation or expansion to the point that you could have had if you would have actually done that work it's not possible for that thing to realize in your reality it's not able to manifest because you aren't actually holding that frequency right you might pop there for a second but then you're going back down and then when you get wobbly is when the universe is like ah i can't i can't i can't meet you i don't know where to to drop this right now you need to like hold 
a frequency so freaking strong that you're like, no, 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 this is where I am. This is who I am. This is what I desire. And you're so right. That comes from doing that unsexy work and doing the shadow work and, mm. and seeing where all of the places that you've been conditioned and all the beliefs that you've been conditioned to believe and really start stripping down to like, but who are you? And, and it's so interesting that you say you kind of watch it communicate because I do the same thing. And I guess I don't necessarily go into the depths of like where this is, but like, I just categorize it as that's my mind and I don't make decisions from there. You know, my mind does not, does not lead me. And so I, you know, during COVID was really desiring to finish up um, my, like a privacy fence on my balcony. And I went to Home Depot. I drove there. I waited in line for 20 minutes because of COVID because that half capacity. I get into Home Depot. I look at this fence that I saw online earlier. And in real life, my sacral was like, mm. and my mind was like, oh, no, 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 no. We drove 30 minutes here. We waited in line. You want to get this done. Like all these things come up that were pushing me to like do this thing that my sacral was just like, I was like, okay, nope, we're going to walk away and we'll come back and we'll see with fresh eyes and see how we feel. And again, sacral was like, eh. you know, and so it's so interesting when you build this awareness within your being, you can actually just take a front row seat to your body communicating with each other. And I'm like, okay, so that's sacral speaking. That's mind speaking. I know I'm a sacral authority. That's going to win. And okay, we can go here. And, you know, and I left, I didn't get it. And I found something that was absolutely perfect. And it's so important to allow yourself those things because, you know, in the example of my privacy fence, I see that every single day when I sip my tea every morning, which is my tea in the morning. For anyone who knows me, I'm obsessed with my tea time. I like my mornings to be very slow, enjoy my tea, probably two cups in a row and just whatever it is, the record, whatever I feel like that day journaling. But I see that fence every day. And imagine every day being in that moment that I look forward to every day and looking out on the, my patio and being like, eh, right? What? Let's like, who, what? why would I settle for that kind of mundane? And we do it so unknowingly all the time in life. We just let ourselves accept that, that glass ceiling or whatever. We, it's like, well, okay, fine. You win. We're here. We're getting it done. But, but why? And so it just takes kind of going in and, and doing that awareness to really be able to start realizing those things that you deeply desire in your, in your reality, in your world. Yeah. This work is so important. It's, it's, and it's a really interesting explanation. I only work well with like very specific teachings. I like to call them equations. Like I just call them equations because of the clarity. And I know that when this is happening, I can input this. And I know that the output will, will be correct. And for human, like I've only found that for shadow integration and for human design I, I found that for me and so I've done so many other things um but they're like symptom treaters like meditation and all very important things that do have effects on our reality on our bodies and everything but they're not specific equations this is insane because have you gone into your incarnation cross no, I haven't. Oh my gosh. Okay. So your incarnation cross is the cross of revolution. And I was just, I just like checked out your cross before we started and it's the cross of revolution. So like you are here to make change, right? Like a revolution is here to stir up change in people, but the energy that you have is practical. 
It's like, you're only going to do something if it's supported by facts. If it doesn't have two legs to stand on, you're not, you're not down mm -hmm. with it. But if it can be supported by facts and something that's like practical and makes sense, then you are like all in and that's the change that you're making in the world. And when you just shared that story, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this is so dead on. It's crazy. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. I've, I've always questioned like, why am I like that? And even like my, you know, my other guides or mentors, they're always like, oh no, I'm not going to like, we're not going to do that thing. Cause that's you, you like the, the facts. Like if I don't include the facts with the spirituality, you're not going to do it. So like, when it's just not like, they already know me because of that. Like it just won't click. And it's not that I don't trust. I'm a very deeply woo spiritual person. Like I believe in some, you know, lots of probably everything, <laughs> but there's, there's one thing to believe in something. And then there's another thing where you integrate something and that's a part of your every single day. Yeah. And I, ever since MMP, I've used my strategy every single day, every moment of my day. And that's also for, you know, that also goes for shadow integration. So for me to build my six, like the success that I build, it needs to be built on equations for me. Yeah. Be because in that practicality is, is how you can not just share something with someone, you can really show them, right? Like through you integrating that into your life and your being, people are able to see these tangible, you're feeling the intangible, but people can actually see these tangible results in you. And, and that is where a lot of people are like, okay, kind of like, I got to see it to believe it. But like, it's something that you can actually, you know, even in a five minute conversation with someone in their human design, I can look at their chart. I can give them without a doubt, if we had five, if we had two minutes, I could give them one thing that was practical that they could integrate into their everyday life that would start creating shifts for them. And that's where you start to move mountains. So I get it. I get, I get the desire because you, you know, at the core, you're, you're desiring to really help people and create shifts in their life and create an impact in their life. I think that is beautiful. So I think it's really cool that, you know, from MMP that, that that's where that started for you. And you're like, you know, since then every day you're integrating something. And so going from MMP into the takeoff, our mastermind, what did you take away from that? That kind of was able to solidify things on a deeper level for you in terms of your human design. Um, I think what helped how that, how the takeoff helped me was that it allowed me to understand the importance of being with people who also believed in that life strategy. Mm. because it's one thing to learn something great, but then if your environment isn't supporting it or like me, I'm a solo traveler and an entrepreneur. So if I'm not, you know, creating that consistency and that momentum, like all of these things will take away from the level of success that I can actually help uh, use or that's available to me it will take away without the consistency. And I think that having that group and having that responsibility to show up, you know, week by week really helped me to, as a reminder, I think, yeah. to really apply what I learned. I think that's my favorite thing about the mastermind container. 
you know, everybody's showing up, everybody's sharing, everybody's getting vulnerable. And within that, you create this environment that is very conducive to growth and expansion. And it's a space where it's like, what, there's no, there's no judgment. What do you desire? Right? Like we have people from ranging in many types of businesses and many types of desires, as you know, in that, in that mastermind, but it was just, it was a container that we could all show up and then, okay, like, what do you, what is it that you're desiring? What is blocking you today? And, and I, I think it's so important in when you're doing this kind of work to have that kind of support because, okay, so for you, you are a solo entrepreneur who travels a lot. And then, you know, you have people who maybe are really into this, but like their family doesn't get it. Their husband doesn't get it. Their friends don't get it. And so it's like having a safe space to go to that is, is, is a space that where you are able to daily or weekly or whatever, you know, whatever the format of the container is, allows you space to really be making those shifts and, and rapidly growing and feel supported in it. Cause it is tough. It is tough to be doing it alone and it's incredible. So right now you are in Rio. Yeah. Where were you before that? I was in Austria. Oh, wow. In Vienna. Did you go, were you somewhere before that too? I feel like you've been in like a few before. <laughs> yeah, before that, I made a little pit stop for about three months in Miami, um, which I've lived there before. But before that, I was in Mexico for six months. You guys, Hyla has a defined G center. And so in that defined G, there is, you have an inbuilt compass that is really pulling you and guiding you in a certain direction. And part of alignment and human design um, for people with a defined G-Center is really trusting where that is pulling them and, and trusting where they are being called to in life. So how do you trust your G and how do you make the decisions of where you're going to go and how do you trust that that's the place that you're meant to be? And tell us a little bit about that process because I think it's so fascinating to just, I love it. I live vicariously three. Like I said, I just love to like, where's Hyla? And Hyla and I haven't met in person yet, but her Amy and I are talking about like we're gonna meet one day and I was like "Ooh, maybe we'll go here and I was like no I kind of envision like the Mediterranean somewhere <laughs> I was like yes yes okay I like where your head's at so yeah like you know how do you how does that come to you do you have any practices are you paying attention I mean I, you obviously are responding to these places but like you know, you know where do you find your inspiration to where to go next yeah so the the first place that I went to um, was from New York to California. So it was just coast to coast, but there was so much that came up around there. And that's why, again, <laughs> the unsexy work <laughs> and the shadow integration, all that stuff is so important because if we don't do it, we're never going to live through our highest desires. And I've always you wanted- Imagine you just let that crumble you and you're like, mom, well, I'm just going to go back to New York then. That's so sad. I know. It's like a mediocre life. And I'm not about that. <laughs> so it was a lot of work, but there was no plan B. Like I didn't know there was nothing else other than that. So I went, but it was like six months of processing this intense wall that was in front of me that was telling me that all the bad things were going to happen if I left. So I went there and I stayed for six months and I thought I was going to settle there. But then something inside of me was like, you're not living through your highest desires. Your highest desire is to travel the world. You just went 
like to another coast. <laughs> like that's not valid. You can't like, and I think that a lot of people do that, right? A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I really want to do this thing. And then they have this achievement and then they just kind of like get comfortable, you know? Okay. Yeah. That's really common with women. So and I for, like, I think, as a manifesting generator too, right? Like, I'm sure there were people in your life who are like, you know, you've done the thing. You've done, you've made the move. Like, that's good. Like, why do you need to find a new city? What are you searching for? Why do you have to be on the go? Just trying to, to get you to play small. That's like such a conditioning yeah. for you, you guys. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And so I, I had that question of like, well, this isn't, this isn't as big as I can go. So all the things happened to detour me out of California. My lease ended and I had this vision for a very, a, sim a very simple vision for California. It was like a three bedroom house with a backyard. I mean, in California, truly, you know, like in Encinitas, in, in San Diego, like how can I not find that? Like what, that's like everyone's house over there. And we could not find it three months searching. So then I was in a bit of a panic because I was committed to playing small and staying. Mm. And a friend asked me, well, why do you have to stay there if you have the whole world? What's the first place that pops up in your head? And the first word that came out of my mouth was Tulum. I don't know why. I've seen pictures of places there. I've seen my friends go there. I had no desire to go. I've never had a big desire to go to very touristy places. So I don't know why I desired that place. It wasn't a desire. It was just like something that came out, I guess. Yeah. And so I, I did it. I got a one-way ticket and I booked an Airbnb for three nights. I had no idea what I was doing. But there, once I said that word, once I said Tulum, there was like this anchor in trust. That was the first time I experienced that. Mm. Because to move from New York to California was so intense that just to buy the ticket was like crazy you know, it's just a ticket. Like I can come back at any time, but it was so intense, such an intense experience. What happened when I went from California to Tulum was there's a big energy there. So this is why I know that I was directed to Tulum because there's this big energy there. And so it's a very like feminine mother energy, but it's also a, whatever process you're in, you're going to be pulled six feet under energy. It's almost like a ceremonial energy. And that's Mayan land. So anyone that stays in Tulum for like longer than three months, like the locals will come to you and they'll be like, how long have you been here? And if you're like three, four months, you're like, oh, you're one of those. <laughs> like you're, <laughs> you're, you're good for the ride, you know, because it's intense. You have to be able to deal with all the, the inner processes that come out. And so I was just catapulted into like this shadow shadow process and a lot of like lineage work and mother wound healing and it was so intense and I know that I was requesting to go higher on my own journey and in order for me to go higher I knew because this is the work that I do with my clients I have to go deeper within me and I have to really uproot all of these shadows and these wounds and these lineage patterns that are blocking me from doing that just like the simple trip from California to New York and so I worked on that for about six months and this is when I started realizing that there was like a little guidance that would tell me where to go mm. um when I was about in about like five months there 
what ended up happening is I, I was so deep into the process that I was just like, okay, you know, when you throw everything up in the air and you're just like, okay, whatever, like, I've already gone deep enough. It's not like this is gonna, you know, anything else is going to change something. So I, but I asked, I was like, how long is this process going to go on for? It's five months. Like we're answering <laughs> six months. Like, what is this? This can't be my life. And so I heard, like, I heard a very clear message, like, go to Miami, your process ends, and then you're going to go to Miami. And it was very specific, like in the end of November. And it's just like ideas, but it's, I know that the ideas are not mine. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. I also think I, it's important to note that you have a defined heart center, right? So, so in this, there's this will that is consistent, right? If your heart is in something, so like Hyla's being pulled somewhere, right? She gets this divine knowing something popping into her head. She feels pulled to go there. Once your heart is in it with that defined heart center, it's like done, 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 done. We are doing it. Let's go let's go and you'll just yeah. make it happen. So, cause I think that that definitely plays a part in the, like, we're, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And I have no plan B. Like that's very much a defined heart being like, let's do this. My heart's desiring it. I'm going, I want it. I'm going. So that yeah, just helps kind of sustain you. I'm sure has helped to sustain you through some of these challenges because it's not an easy road. And it's like, it's just incredible that you're like, well, I just, you know, I was just called there. So I just went and, you know, and you just do the work and you, and you, you put your heart into it, which is, which is beautiful. I just want to add though, that it's really interesting that you're saying that because for a big chunk, I didn't understand what was going on. I was like, am I just like float floating around? Um, but now that you're talking about it, like I get it because what I am dedicated to, what gives me confidence where I'm like, there is no plan B is this vision that I have with this work that I want to do and this life that I want to create that and that my heart is very much in and letting go of the how, which is also something that I learned in MMP, yeah. letting go of the how has been, letting go of the how made space for these messages to come through. Oh, it makes, letting go of the how creates space for messages to come through. It creates space for, for this the universe to bring you so much to respond to that you're like, whoa. And like in a very specific way, it's not just like, Ooh, like you pay attention in a different way. Right. You're like, how does it matter? But Ooh, what's that, that all of a sudden it's this domino effect of, of things just clicking things, just working out for you. It is, it is. And it's so amazing. So I was directed to Miami. So I was like, okay. And that's when I started to realize that I was working with frequency of places, the frequency of places, because it was very specific. It was like Miami luxury, because that's the frequency that Miami has. And then you're going to create a program and you're going to sell it. I was like, okay. Because when I was in that deep process, I was just like, I had the clients that I had, but I was not signing on any more clients. I just did not have the capacity for it. So in the end of November, I went to Miami and I spent all of December creating a program under, for my women, and then also working on shadow masters with my business partner. And in January, I hit my first 10K month. 
which was really insane for me because I had a specific message, you know, that I was going to, it did not say anything about money, but it did say to go to Miami because mm -hmm. of the frequency of luxury and to build this and to sell this. And I had no idea what I was building. I had no idea what I was selling. I had no idea how I was going to sell it, but I was just following that, you know, compass or that direction. And there's also this you have a defined spleen, right? So there's those whispers of knowing. It's mm -hmm. that deep intuition that's just like, you yes. know, whether that knowing is being downloaded or wherever it's coming from, that spleen is like, go. Like just quietly, but like go. And so I think it's so beautiful that you, clearly that's something that you've been tapping into this entire time of just like trusting that when these things pop up, that, that intuitively you're like, I trust you. I trust you when I'm going, which is, incredible. And I'm sure, you know, before human design ever came into your life, that's something that you obviously were just doing. Yeah, I was doing it. So this was before MMP. Um, but when I got to MMP and it just was a massive confirmation. So what MMP helped me with, which is interesting that I actually think that this would benefit everyone is that being in the coaching community, there are lots of little pods it's almost like a brand new high school i don't know if you ever noticed this but there's like you know the people who are more business that the people who are very much shadow the people who are very much goddesses and like aliens whatever it is you know like human design like there's all these like little groups and you're like oh which group do i fit mm -hmm. into and that's horrible that's mm -hmm. horrible and one of the groups that I got pulled into that I was like very interested in because I thought that I was doing something wrong was this field of like spirituality mixed with like, like this talk about goddesses and feminine stuff and all of that. And it made me feel like I had a part of my expression that, which you, when you labeled it in the beginning of the call was like vibrancy like this vibrant part, I thought that it was masculine based on what I was hearing from them. And so I thought that that was bad. So I had to fit myself into this container because I didn't know which else to fit myself into. Mm. And this kind of happened after the 10K month. And because then all of these questions started popping up, like now this blew up and Shadow Masters blew up and like, now wh where am I? And I went to Austria and it was also like quarantine and all of this like insanity and like lots of like suppression vibes, you know? Oh, and yeah. so I went into this like deep of like, Oh, I have to be like this. I have to be more like this. Like, and it was almost like I was like using the healing so-called healing work that they would teach to suppress parts of me that by what I understood that they were saying were bad wow. and were unbalanced. And that took me into like this weird wave of like numbness, like feeling numb and then feeling like bouts of depression. And when I found out about MMP, I was like, I don't know what else to do. Like there's something wrong because how could all of this, all of these wonderful things happen. And then now I'm here and I can't get out of it and I have no idea what to do. It's almost like that voice went away, like everything went away. Yeah. And so being in like a container full of manifesting generators that are <laughs> super vibrant, totally. you know, that are like all of themselves and like, and you're just like, yeah, do it, do it, you know? Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, wait a minute. 
what was I doing? I was like suppressing the specific part of me. That once you like, once you start feeling that vibration, especially in a container like MMP, it's like a stark contrast to go from that to however you were holding whatever frequency you were holding. And you're like, wait, well, if that's possible, this clearly isn't working for me. There's something yeah. that's not, not jiving right now with my soul. Yeah. And that's, that's a very clear understanding that I have now that it's the only two practices that I believe in, in the coaching industry, the only two practices is human design and shadow integration. I don't believe that I know that this is a very like blunt statement, but I don't believe that someone that's a very individual person that's very opposite of you and very different from you and the universe of their own can tell you the road to take to reach your fulfillment. But using strategies like human design and shadow integration can take you there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because it's about that's that's the underlying thing tying them together right it's a uniqueness it's it's really understanding we are all unique and we are here to be the most expressed unique version of ourselves and i shared this on instagram stories yesterday but i did a reading and she had had she had been coached by somebody who had said she was like she knew human design and she looked at her chart and said well you have an undefined throat so you're just not meant to be speaking online you should just like write posts and you have an undefined heart. So you just have no willpower. And that's just how it goes. And I felt like, what? Like, you can't just say that to somebody. You know what I mean? It's, it's putting somebody in this tiny little box and locking it and like throwing it away. And they're just like, well, that's part of myself that I guess just is. Whereas like, that's what I absolutely love about human design when it's practiced correctly is like, no, 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 no. Like, if you have an undefined throat, it's because you are here to be inconsistent in the way that you're expressing yourself and you are here to use that to your advantage. If you have an undefined heart, it's you are inconsistent in your willpower and your motivation because you're meant to be, because that's how you're going to get to where you're meant to be going on the fastest path. Like we are all designed so perfectly. And it's when we really surrender to the parts of ourselves that just are and own them that we can really be the biggest versions of ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like, our expression is our abundance. Our expression is what allows us to connect to our compass. Our expression is our fulfillment. It's our success. It's everything. And so there is no other way around it. There's no strategy that someone can teach you to get there. You know, mm -hmm. you have to feel that in, into yourself. And that's where, you know, we teach this a lot and it's just like, you know, and, and Amy and I are actually launching another mastermind, which is Align Money. And it's all about like, you know, in, in our, in, in business, it's about doing things your way. You get to create your business. You don't have to follow mm -hmm. a system that's great. Maybe that does work for somebody else, right? Like in that container, maybe the way that that, the person who led that, like, maybe that's what worked for them but that doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. And it's so important that we don't subscribe to things as if they are just, that's it. And this is the way it's like, if it doesn't resonate with you, there's a reason it doesn't resonate with you. Like you don't just drop it and let it go. And what does resonate? Great. Take it with you on your journey, but only, you know, what is best for you. And only you can really get clear on like where you desire your path to go and what you want it to look like. Like a dream life looks different for everybody. A dream day looks different for everybody. Success the definition of success and freedom are different for, for people, right? Like you are, okay. So freedom for you is obviously being able to do your work and being called to go wherever you want to go and go there. 
the queen of the one-way ticket. She's in Brazil right now. Yes. I was like, oh, when are you coming home? She's like, I'm not sure. I booked a one-way. I'm like, yes, girl. I love it. And I actually just did that too. That is one of my deepest desires is to do my work from where, wherever I desire to be. And I just booked a one-way ticket home to Canada. I'm, I'm heading back to, to California next week. But it's giving yourself time to be there, to grow. Like I, 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 I got to this place a couple of days ago, because I still haven't booked my flight back yet, but I, I know when I'm going to do it. I'm like, it's time. It's time. I'm ready to go back. But allowing yourself that time. And for me, that's freedom. And so for me, that's mm-hmm. what I've created for myself. And it's going to be different for everybody. But, you know, really giving yourself permission to realize whatever life it is that you're desiring. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you also are in Babes of HD. So Hyla is like living in the HD world, which I love. So um, yeah, what and what was it that made you kind of pull the trigger on that and, and really dive deep into human design? I know obviously you're a big fan of it, but you know, what was it that made you go all in? Um, so it was definitely the massive snowball effect that I got from MMP and then the takeoff and using the shadow integration that I noticed really worked well for me. And then having the desire to include that for my clients. So my, my plan is to, once I complete the certification process, to create a program where I am syncing shadow integration and mother wound I just healing. got chills. I, I don't, I just got chills <laughs> in my arms. I'm like, yes, yes. What a beautiful yeah. program that's going to be. That's incredible. Yeah. Cause like the deconditioning, right? Every time I hear someone say deconditioning, you know, through human design, I think of mother wound healing. Mm-hmm. I think of shadow integration. Um, the mother wound healing, what that is, it's a very, it's very specific how I do it with my clients. And it's simply grieving the expectation that you will not be acknowledged or loved or accepted the way that you believe a mother should do that for a daughter. And once we release that expectation, we stop creating our realities around it. Because most of us are creating our realities around like, you know, either massively or subtly, we still want to be loved the way that we want to be loved by our parents. Yeah. So there are little things here and there that we're doing to manipulate that situation. But that's just not how it's going to be. We don't choose how other people love. And that's a big expectation that manipulates our reality. And it totally manipulates how we live through our design, for sure. Oh, for yes, sure. for sure. Yeah, deep, deep, deep conditioning there. Mm-hmm. So, and you also have your undefined crown and your undefined ajna so super open up there and one thing that i love that you always share are these beautiful places in nature that you get to because i also am undefined in both of those places and i find nature is just like the medicine it's the ultimate medicine to get out there and just be like like if i'm having a day if i'm stuck if i'm just like i need or i'm not i'm feeling uninspired whatever that is nature is always, always the answer. And so I love the, especially because you're always in a new, beautiful location, but I love that you took that with you and that you share that, uh, through your stories all the time, because it's just so beautiful. And I feel energized and recharged just by 
seeing where, you know, where you're at and how you're getting that charge as well. Yeah. Understanding my open head sensors has allowed me to really honor my boundaries on a whole other level. And that's been a massive game changer for sustainable energy as an entrepreneur. And so what that means for me is like understanding my threshold and just leaving when I need to leave or understanding that little desire nudge and knowing that it's not just me being distracted. It's actually something that I need to do before I go and create or before I have a client call. Mm -hmm. So that's been huge. I know very specifically that it's going to completely affect the way that I show up to that client call or the level of creativity that I get to access if I'm creating something. And that's amazing too, right? Because there's the sacral being lit up by desiring to go experience something in this way. And then there's that crown that's just able to just disconnect and be present and soak up inspiration. And through all of that, like you said, you're able to just show up in a very different way, which is so important. So, so important. Hyla, I have loved this conversation so much. Thank you for just sharing your journey and sharing your work. It is absolutely beautiful. And I love how seamlessly shadow work and shadow integration ties into human design. It's so, so beautiful. So where can people find you and how can people work with you? Right now I'm very dominant on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is I am Hyla Masedu and that is H-A-I-L-A. M-A-C-E-D-O. And I have two programs, one called The Process, where we use shadow integration and mother wound healing to understand your internal navigation system and use that to create your external reality and also create your business if you're an entrepreneur. I also have Shadow Masters, which is a group program for men and women. If you want to learn how to apply shadow integration to each moving part of your business when you either when you encounter blocks or you want to create something new you want to scale whatever it is that you want to do because your business is your expression so if you learn how to integrate a part of your expression in each moving part of your business you'll learn how to generate creativity in those parts easily through shadow integration wow. and that's a three-month program that starts now in December, and we're already open for enrollment. So if you guys are interested in that, you can just hit me up on Instagram. Yes, go follow her on IG for all of her work and also all of just her beautiful content. You share gorgeous messages on stories and yeah, you just share a lot of yourself on there. So I, I, love, I love following you and seeing what you're up to. And thank you again for being here. It was so great to see your beautiful face. And um, you, Liz. You I appreciate it. Soon. Bye. Bye. Alive by design.